This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to episode number 98 of the Ops Authority Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Gingrich. And these are always some of my most favorite episodes because I'm talking to another human, which if you know me at all, you know that I thoroughly enjoy that. But secondly, this is a person who has trusted me in the journey, who was also looking for something very similar to what I was looking for five years ago when I began my own entrepreneurial journey which has led me to the Ops Authority. So today I have a guest with me. Her name is Rachel Kemp. She has come through a recent round of our Director of Operations Certification Program. Today, my goal in having Rachel here is to connect with her organically here on a podcast, but also so that all of our listeners have the benefit of hearing what it's like to go through the journey and the transformation pre and post the certification experience. And in the certification, you guys know that we give a lot of content, or I want you to know that we give a lot of content that is generalized in the different fields of operation. But every single person who comes through here has their own journey. They have their own obstacles, and they all find their own destination a little bit differently. So I love having these gals come through here. And today, Rachel's going to just share with you exactly what her experience is like. We don't really pre, pre discuss any of these things because I really want it to be a very organic conversation. And I want you, the listener, to hear what it's like as you may be considering joining us in an upcoming round of the Director of Operations Certification Program. Before we dive in with Rachel today, I just want to remind you that we are wrapping up this week. If you're hearing this live, In May, I want to let you know that our round 10 certification group is going to be kicking off. So if that's of interest to you, I want to make sure that you dive in there. If you go to directorofops.com, or you can also go to theopsauthority.com, you can learn a whole lot about the certification. But for today, I think you're going to learn a lot right here on this podcast. So without further ado, I'm excited to introduce you guys to our round seven graduate, Rachel Kemp. Rachel, welcome. Hello, I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, I'm super excited too. I wish you guys could see her like I can. She is smashing this morning. So (laughs) I know she is kicking off her Monday in a big way. She got up, she took care of herself. She looks awesome coming into this interview. Rachel, as we kick off, would you give our listeners a little background on you and where you were before you came into the certification? Yeah. So my name is Rachel Kemp and I am a certified DOO from round seven. I am the founder and CEO of RK Virtual Management, which is an integration agency in the making. I am located in Cincinnati, Ohio with my boyfriend, Joshua, and my little Pomeranian, Benson. He pops in from time to time into our DOO calls. He likes to jump on my desk. Professionally, I have a large background in accounting from working from AP to AR, also as a financial analyst. It's not that I love numbers. I'm honestly not number guru at all. Um, But I've always been very analytical and a type A person. And I've just always found that accounting 
was like a way for me to have an outlet for my way of thinking until I found this online service world and also the DOO program. Yeah, I absolutely love that. So if you're listening and you just heard that and you're like, ooh, financials, I love that. Or, oh my goodness, I'm super scared of that. I would say that Rachel and I are probably one and the same. I could have had a long, successful career inside of the world of financials just because I am the same as Rachel described herself. I am like just a consummate professional when it comes to analyzing. And so actually for many years in my career, I was in HR in the benefits space as an analyst. And it's that skill set that we see very frequently inside of our community. So we talk about type A, we talk about, you know, having analysis, looking for perfection, being a critical thinker, a leader, and all of those things are exactly what I saw in Rachel when she joined us. So You've got some experience inside of corporate and you and I are both the same there. That doesn't mean that every single person that comes through here has that exact same pedigree or background, but I will tell you that the soft skills that she described being, you know, type A and an analyst are the things that we are looking for. And you will find inside of this community that a lot of us have that exact same thing. So Rachel, you joined us in, was it January? I think we kicked off more, I think, beginning of December. Okay. Yep. Is when That's we right. Kicked off. That's right. Yes. So Rachel joined us in December of 2020. And tell us what it was like as you were going, how you changed and how your business developed from the beginning of the certification to now. Oh, wow. Okay. So I was actually still in corporate when I started the certification. So last year during like the pandemic, I luckily wasn't laid off or anything like that. The distribution company that I worked for. They actually did first aid supplies and over-the-counter medicine. So we were considered essential. So we still worked, but my time was docked down a little bit. So we were working like half day swing shifts kind of things. And I was just looking for kind of like a side hustle. So with my accounting background, I was thinking like, you know, maybe I could do some bookkeeping or some accounting, like virtual remote work and stuff like that. And then I quickly fell down the rabbit hole of just learning about VAs, OBMs, and everything like that. And I hadn't heard of DOO yet. Well, I got my first VA client and I was doing some accounting work for them, but it's an all remote reinsurance company. And they were quickly experienced like a rapid amount of growth. Like they couldn't handle it. They're kind of busting at the seams and everything like that. So I actually got the opportunity to kind of like speak up and voice my ideas on like, oh, well, this is how we can kind of expand. And this is where we can fill these gaps and stuff like that. And they really valued my opinion. Like they really valued it. Well, that really contradicted my current space in my corporate world because they didn't really want to know my opinions, even if they were great. And they're like, oh, that's a great idea. But did you finish so-and-so work? So one of the reasons why I quickly ventured out of corporate and did this DOO program was because I knew that I had the skills that were necessary to make big changes and big impact in businesses. But I did not want or need to spend the time climbing that corporate ladder to be heard and to voice my opinion and stuff like that. And once I found this DOO program and the whole community, like in the ops insiders group, I I found my people. I really did. It's all these people that really want to voice their opinions in a strategic way with companies and let them really scale towards what they're working for. 
I love what you said because you're so right coming from from a corporate background. And I would say even outside of the corporate background of a corporate background, just being in that implementation role, sometimes it can be such a hierarchical and a long journey to actually be able to exercise the leadership that we were blessed with. Like we were just, I know you and I are just born that way. And there's not really a time or a, you know, or a title that necessarily qualified us as leaders. We were born this way. We're independent thinkers. We're strategic. And at the end of the day, we were feeling like we just weren't able to be our true selves whenever we were in that implementation role. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm pretty sure you're the same as me, but I can get inside of a business and do lots of things and do them very quickly and look for efficiencies and find problems and all of that. But that's not my greatest gift. I knew that there was something higher. And so I I did very similar to what you did. And I had to sit it out, work up the corporate ladder to actually be heard. And then when I flipped into my own business, it was so liberating because just like you, I was partnering with other businesses and I had clients too. And all of a sudden, because they were smaller entities, my voice, I guess that there was just less noise, but at the same time, the leaders had an open ear for people just like us who you could see were strategic, were smart, had value, and were doing, you know, we were doing research before we brought these new ideas forward. And it made us stand out very quickly. And I love hearing that about you as well. So when you transition, how long did it take you to transition from corporate into your own business? So I started my business in July of 2020, but I actually put my resignation in on January 2nd when we came back from the holiday. I was planning to hold out until the end of quarter one, just so I could save up even more and just be like a little bit more comfortable with making that transition. But I had a long talk with my boyfriend about the conflicts and kind of friction that I was having in my corporate world and everything that I was loving in my online world. Um, And he told me, you know what, like if that's where your heart is, like that's where you need to go and you need to make that jump. And I made that jump and oh my gosh, (laughs) like the changes that happened instantly, like when they say one door closes, a million open, like that's exactly what happened to me. And I really point that back on this program. In all honesty, between the camaraderie and the group, the networking that you've made and just all the tools that you get throughout the program, it really gives you the opportunity to leverage all of your existing skills from corporate and literally it sheds a new light on what you can, all the possibilities that you can do with everything. I feel like we teach a lot of frameworks. We teach a lot of methodologies. We go deeper in areas where you're already strong, but I do see the greatest transformation happening in that community by leveraging the community of people who have gone before you, people who are going to come after you. I know in our round seven group, you were one of those people who was a trailblazer from the very beginning that I'm sure many other people in round seven were looking up to. But that community and being able to have a true support system where you've got cheerleaders, you've got people to critically think through things with makes all the difference in being able to have and find that transformation that every single person is longing for. You don't have to be an aspiring DOO to be longing for that. I was longing for that far before I came to this place. I was longing for it in corporate, in my personal life, you know, before I got married, before I had children. We all crave transformation and up-leveling and upgrading ourselves. And I must admit, I feel extremely honored to lead a community that is that is as strong as this one and also as giving. I mean, I really find that people just pour into one another and several deep friendships and business besties, we may call them, 
come out and emerge from this community that people weren't even really expecting when they got here. We come here kind of selfishly wanting to upgrade ourselves. And then we find that we really can't do that or do that as well without having a really strong group around you. So I'm so grateful that you had trusted us from the very beginning. I am curious to know when you were going through the DOO certification, I know you came in with those analyst skills, those leadership skills, and then also had the acumen in the financial space just because of your your pedigree, your background, your experience. But in looking at all of the content that we talked about and we went through, which pieces had the strongest impact on you? Hands down, I would say the strategic mapping model. Right out of the gate, it was the first thing that we were introduced to, and it just really allowed me to get that return of investment within three months of the certification, even sooner than that. And also it really, it showed me how I already have all those skills to be the strategic partner that it just needed to lay out that framework. Like you had mentioned of showing me like, okay, if you just go through this process and make it your own proven process, like you cannot fail. It it just lays it out so clean and clear. And it was just, you gave it to us in a way to where we didn't have to completely follow that framework that we can make it our own. And that's what each one of us have done. We all have the strategic mapping model in a sense, but I've completely redone mine and now it's a different offer. And it's nice because there's so many um, DOOs in my group and we all have that offer, but none of it's the same. Right. You can go to each person for their own different take and everything like that. And I'm really appreciative of that part. Yeah. So it's, that's exactly what it's designed to do is to give us a framework so that we can help businesses to create that framework so that they can then expand as well. So being the leader of that process, we get to individualize it. And what we do at the Ops Authority is we give you the base structure, which was absolutely enough for me. But as I've gotten to know the people who join our program and the specialties and the backgrounds and the training that they come with, they have taken this and then adapted it and added on most of the time they're adding on additional areas that they are strong in. So sometimes that is financial. Sometimes it's human resources. Sometimes it is, you know, and human resources has lots of different tentacles. But um, I love to see that everyone is doing this. And you're right. And many people don't even call it strategic mapping because they're going to make it their own. And so we want that. We want you to be able to leverage this as you scale and build your business, because we know that this is the fundamental piece. We encourage every single person who goes into a partnership or a relationship with a client to begin with that base of strategic mapping. And then you get to make it yours. You get to make it special. You, You get to help your industry, the people that you enjoy serving, you get to help them and lead them to solve the problems that they have. Hopefully you have those additional skills to make it even that much more special and connective to your audience. And I know that you have done that, Rachel. Any other pieces of the certification that stuck out to you that you're leveraging today? The HR one was really helpful. And that was like probably one of the beefier sections of the thing because like you really value people and making sure that you have the right people. And coming from like my background in corporate and everything like that, a lot of the larger companies that I dealt with had some cultural issues and all the HR, the HR modules really helped me pull pieces from that to identify like, okay, what's causing these problems? Like, are people not communicating? Do we have the wrong people? How do I find the right people? How do I know that I've got the right people already? And it was just, I I was pulling pieces from all that. And it's just, it's amazing. Like you give us the whole farm no matter what module it is. In all honesty, you give us the whole farm and you let us just build our own crops. Yeah, that's exactly what I want. I do not want a cookie cutter 
methodology to where Rachel comes here, she snags what Natalie has and tries to do it just as I have. If we do that, if you guys are the people who join us in the certification, if they did that, they wouldn't be living deeply and truly to who they are and leveraging the skills that they have. Just because I am the leader who has created and pulled this content together and leveraged lots of great resources along the way, by the way, we've got plenty of coaches in here who have contributed to the amount of content and to the quality of the content. At the same time, I don't want there to be a bunch of Natalie's. I want there to be Rachel's and Natalie's and Sally's and anybody who has their own skill set. But I do think that it is important for us to create a foundation. And then I love seeing what you have built, Rachel, and how you have taken something that was very Natalie and has made it something that's Natalie plus Rachel and will take you into having your own IP, having your own, your whole brand will be absolutely as you want it to be. As the listeners are catching up with us today, let us know where you are now. I know you've, you know, you were in corporate, you left corporate, you dove into the online space, you joined us in the DOO certification, but I know you've had exponential growth since then. So tell us about that. Yeah. So when I first started, um, like I mentioned before, I was doing accounting services and I was doing that on a retainer basis just for one client by, I believe, yeah. So January 25th during the program, like literally just two months into it, I ended up signing another client that was probably three times more than the rate that I was charging for the accounting services as an integrator for um, an online coaching business. And so from there, I've kind of tailored my services around the needs that I saw with that client. Because again, just another person busting at the seams, couldn't keep up with things. And just a true visionary was the CEO, just pulled in all directions. And I started seeing a real need for that in other companies. So that's kind of what I've geared my services from since then. But I've also added on intensives. That's what I did this morning. That's why I'm looking all glammed up and everything was because I had an intensive this morning to where I'm just giving quick clarity to clients to help them get past their stuck points and stuff like that. So as I was building out these retainer clients and stuff like that, I realized like I want to help more people and I want to create more impact, but there's only so much of me. Towards the end of round seven, we went into kind of a business boot camp section to where we kind of had to pick a, a model that was based off of like what our life needs were, our financial needs and stuff like that. And it wasn't like a take this quiz, this is what you have to do. It's just like, hey, given your answers, this is probably what's going to be best for you. And I came out with the results of agency, which blew my mind. I never once thought that I'd ever have kind of a team or an agency kind of front facing service kind of business. But after kind of grasping my mind around it, like this is the way that I'm going to be able to create more impact with more people, serve them and also not spread myself so thin. So that's kind of what I'm working on right now is I am building out an integration agency to where I'm going in and it's a 90 day retainer with clients. We're going in, we're helping them solve their problems and stuff like that. But I have a team of integrators that I'm building out beneath me so I can be more that strategic role where my skill set is and stuff like that. But I have someone that I know and trust and love to be that client facing integrator interim during that 90 days until we find them a successful long-term integrator now that we've put the foundations into place. There are so many ways to build an agency. I mean, that's why there are people who specialize in teaching others how to build agencies because there is not, again, there's not a one-size-fits-all model. We have several that we have seen within our DOO community. And as you described it, Rachel, if I'll just kind of reflect back to you, I see you as the DOO and the COO. So the person who is looking for business, bringing in business, having those sales conversations, 
creating that initial strategy, and this is where we go from COO to DOO, and then handing that over to an integrator who then is taking it from there. Are you creating the plans or are they creating the plan? No, so I'm creating the plan. So the way for me, it's like the agency model is so I can have someone take a little bit of that capacity off of my shoulders, but still deliver great value to our clients. So I'm playing more of that advisory role of kind of laying the foundation and being like, hey, this is what we need to do. These are our priorities over the next 90 days and so forth. And then having my integrator make sure that all that is being followed through. So you said it could be an integrator, but they're doing more of the implementation for me off of my plan and advisory role that I'm playing with the CEO of the business. Yeah, I, I love that. And when you build that out and you have people who are doing that work, it means that you have got to be an amazing leader. So I'm not surprised that you shared with us today that some of the HR modules were some of the ones that had the greatest impact on you because you are a leader. I saw you as a leader as soon as you came into this program. And I always caution people who want the agency path that, you know, yes, it's a great way to scale. It's a great option on the table. But the piece that I want people to know is that you've got to be a fantastic human leader, human capital leader, so that people want to follow you, so that they're excited to take that plan from you and run from it. So you're doing this in scale because you're going to eventually have multiple people doing that and following you. And I believe it's a super strong, it's an awesome way to build a business and also to keep you in that DOO slash CEO role. And like you said, your goal is to make a lot of impact. And that's exactly what you can do when you have, you know, more people to be able to do this. And so congrats on making that shift. I know that that was kind of a surprise when you came into the program and I'm glad you trusted yourself and you trusted us. By the way, friends, that quiz that she referenced is going to be public here in the next couple of months. So I want to make sure that you guys keep an eye on that. And the idea is if you already have DOO skills, we want to help you to figure out how you're going to monetize those skills through which kind of path. And there's four different paths and and we'll have more about that coming up. But I'm excited for you, Rachel, as you continue to transform. I mean, I think in these six months, if this is any reflection on the amount of change that can take place. Can you imagine what the next six months, the next six, the next six years look like for Rachel? Like it just is mind blowing how quickly we can break some of these barriers down. I know that there's a lot of mindset work that has to go into this. There's, you know, a combination of faith and fear and just taking action that goes into this as well. But I think you're a great example of when you do that work and you honor this stuff, the result is really, it feels really good. You must feel so proud of yourself because I'm certainly uh, it, proud of it you. It feels so good. Mm-hmm. It feels so good. The The amount of growth that I experienced in the last six months was absolutely astonishing. Like I expected me to go through some growth and changes on my own throughout my business, but going through this program literally accelerated that at a pace that was almost hard to like keep up with at some points because it, so like whiplash of just figuring <laughs> out like all these new opportunities and possibilities and stuff like that. but. I also had everyone in the program and the coaches and everything to keep me on track and hold me accountable and make sure that I was using everything to my best advantage. And if I didn't have that support, I would probably still kind of be sitting here because I'm a, I'm a quick start one. So sometimes I have to think things through a little bit more than like the average person. But I I feel like since this program, I should retake the Colby because I feel like my (laughs) quick start has probably upped a little bit, maybe a two, maybe a three. (laughs) 
You know what? The Colby doesn't change that much. I've taken it over the span of 15 years and I always get around the same answers. I've never gone more than one number up or down. It's just who we are. That's the beautiful thing about the Colby is it really looks at who you are and how you process work. So, but the other things that are allowing you to take this action is the fact that you have your, not to get into a Colby conversation, maybe we can, (laughs) but (laughs) that first number, that fact finder number is probably pretty high. What is yours? I am a 7815. Okay, perfect. So that seven number, the reason that you're taking faster action and you're able to make quicker decisions is because you have a lot of facts. You feel confident with the amount and the quality of the facts that you're bringing in. And that takes us into action very, very quickly. I'm a very similar profile. I'm a 7823. So once I have facts, I'm unstoppable. But before that, I am like in analysis paralysis. And so, yeah. And the way you just put that, like, really hits the nail on the head. Like, the program gave me all those facts to make the quick, educated decisions that I needed to move my business forward in a way that was just absolutely pivotal, like, yes. in all essence. I love it. I'm sure Josh, your boyfriend, is super proud of you as well, just watching you go through this. I know my loved ones and my spouse were very like, they questioned it a little bit at the very beginning, but as soon as I got in and even just the confidence in ourselves, not necessarily the financial benefits, but just feeling certain, feeling like I'm on a path that's going to get me to a better Natalie, the next version of me, people can see that around us. And I think that that should also be celebrated as well. Absolutely. So as we wrap up, there are several DOOs in the making who are listening to us today, and maybe even some that have come through and are certified and are at a phase where they're ready to go to the next level. And this interview and this conversation will help them to get that clarity. What would you say to the person who's listening in and they're thinking they're considering the DOO certification program? Any advice that you would give them for making that decision? First, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. I will scream from the mountaintops about how good this program is and how much change it's made for me. But other than that, any advice that I'd have to do, like if you're feeling like you aren't capable of it or that you're not qualified for it or anything like that, like just know that you already have the skills within yourself. You might just need a little help uncovering them and really getting the confidence. And this program is going to do exactly that for you. And also like the DOO program coming out of it, you don't have to rein on that title of a director of operations. This is more of just giving you skill sets because I'm an integrator, but I am a certified director of operations but it's just take the skills and make them your own and just exceed with it. Absolutely. I mean, when I, that's such a good point. I mean, I left corporate America as an executive in, as a chief of staff. And so using that title when I left there didn't feel good to me. So I went through the same exploration of, am I an online business manager? Am I a project manager? I landed on project manager for quite a while And then when we started putting this curriculum together and it centered around operations, we came up with a title based on the the level of experience and leadership that the people that we were attracting needed to have. That's how we came up with director of operations. And so when people leave here, it is a certification and it's a title that you have, but you get to choose how, I'm telling you, you get to choose how you use it, how you build your business. You have our support and the amazing well-built out support to make sure that you take the right actions for you. And we're not giving you a cookie to cut from. We're telling you, you've already got it all. Let's work with the skills that we're going to be sharing, the frameworks, and then create something that feels really good to Rachel, really good to you. 
Rachel, thank you so much for joining us today. I am really always honored, deeply honored at the people and the quality of people that come to this program and I get to share time and space with without having this quality of people just like yourself, the people that are ready to do the work that are really sick of sitting in complacency or of waiting in corporate for them to elevate you or doing those things that we have done for so long and just accepted the status quo. I'm so proud of you. I have chills as I'm saying that right now, but I'm so proud of you for for taking the leap, for trusting in yourself Second to trusting me to be that that leader to come in and help you to see what you already had. I mean, you had all of this. My chills continue to stay there. Um, I always get emotional at this because it's a true honor to be able to lead a community and people just like you. So thank you so much for being here today. And there's lots of people out there that are curious about what a DOO looks like, what they do. So would you mind sharing your website with the group here? Yes, my website is RKVirtualMGMT. Com. And I'm currently going through a rebrand, part of the business bootcamp that we went through. So you'll see some new things popping through there on my Instagram and on my website and everything like that, showing all the new things that are coming with the agency unfolding. Yes, I love it. Every website is a work in progress, by the way. Every business <laughs> is. So of course the websites are going to be. Mine is too. <laughs> awesome. Rachel, thank you so much for being here, friends. And if you are interested in joining us in an upcoming round, or at least just learning more about the certification, head on over to directorofops.com. You'll find lots of information. You'll also see that there's an application. If you're curious about, hmm, should I apply? Should I not apply? absolutely go for it. Learn about it, make your decision and apply. We will get back with you within 24 hours, but we do really enjoy having that application process just to make sure that we're attracting people like Rachel, other leaders that you have heard from on the on the Ops Authority podcast here who have come through the certification program. So head on over to directorofops.com and we will see you next week with episode number 99. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.